The future of basketball looks a lot like the New Balance two-way. Players like Jamal Murray and Tyrese Maxey use it to keep their edge and dominate on the court. And you can too. The two-way from New Balance Basketball. Pandora makes it easy for you to find your favorite music. Discover new artists and genres by selecting any song or album and we'll make you a personalized station for free. Download on the Apple App Store or Google Play and enjoy the soundtrack to your life. At Discount Tire, we know how valuable your time is around the holidays. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online at DiscountTire.com so you can spend more time with friends and family this holiday season. Discount Tire, let's get you taken care of. This message is brought to you by Colaguard. Colaguard is a one-of-a-kind, non-invasive colon cancer screening test. The test kit is delivered right to your doorstep so you can collect your sample in the privacy of your own home. There's no special prep, no need for time off, and no changes to your diet or medication. Your Colaguard collection kit comes with simple instructions. But if you have any questions, they have a customer care line you can call 24-7. If you're 45 or older, at average risk for colon cancer, ask your provider about Colaguard. Colaguard is available by prescription only. Learn more at colaguard.com listen. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time because messes happen because hey listen remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation and you were like i'm serious if that leaks over the counter it'll be a slimy abomination by the time i get back and i was like yeah 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 of course don't worry about it i won't forget <laughs> well oh yeah that happens so start clean with clorox use clorox products as directed rinse after use if in contact with food surface the second round of the playoffs is going crazy right now. Multiple game sevens already secured. Even though the Mavs couldn't make it, there's another way for you to have some skin in the game. DraftKings is offering free-to-play pools every day of the playoffs, offering players a free shot at up to $10,000 in total prizes. Again, that's up to $10,000 in total prizes, up for grabs each day. And the best part? It's free to play. DraftKings free to play pools are easy to enter. Just download the DraftKings app, go to pools, and choose from a wide variety of free contests for an opportunity to win cash prizes. All you have to do is answer a handful of questions around what you think is going to happen during that day's basketball games and track your results throughout the evening. Questions will range from which team will hit the most threes to which team will score first. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings app now and use promo code TBPN when you sign up to get your free shot at up to $10,000 in total prizes every day of basketball playoffs. Head to DraftKings Pools page to get your shot at huge cash prizes. Again, that's promo code T-B-P-N for a limited time only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for full details. Hey, Reese, bitch, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Welcome back yet again to the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. I am your host, as always, Mike Bibbins, on Twitter at Bibbs Corner. And joining me, of course, is 
none other than Reese Williams at Mind of Reese on Twitter. Reese, how you feeling? Feeling good, man. Feeling good. Uh, you know, nice off day. Uh, really excited about this episode, to be honest. Uh, kind of something ambitious that I've actually <laughs> never seen on a podcast before. So, uh, you know, I'm excited to dive into it. Yeah, this should be, I'm hoping it's fun. I'm hoping we have some fun with this. Um, and if you if you haven't already read the notes, the the title, whatever, this is basically going to be a, a dream off-season, two-part series, most likely. I, I expect it to go more than 30 minutes. Um, where basically, Reese and I take turns playing GM for the Mavs. And uh, we brought on a special guest, uh, Grant. Yes. I, I, I lose track of your Twitter handles. It's at Slingy. Oh, right? yeah. At Slingy one today. At Slingy number one. Yes, sir. On Twitter to, to, to join us for this special because, you know, accuracy matters, you know, to me. And uh, Grant is one of the people I trust when it comes to the cap rules and all that good stuff. So Grant is going to be our league office to make sure when we're making trades, when we're signing players that we're staying within the cap restrictions and all that good stuff. So Grant, thank you for coming on. Oh man, thank really thank y'all so much for having me. And and I mean, y'all both know how much I love talking about cap space. I could do it all day. So no, I'm really <laughs> awesome. get this man a GM job. Hey man, <laughs> I, I I've been tweeting Mark Cuban. I don't know what else I could do. Hey, he'll, he'll say something mean about him. He'll suddenly notice you. Bro, so. I don't know if I could. I deleted a lot of it. I don't know if I could do worse than what I did yesterday. But it is what it is. <laughs> oh man, so. Before we get into the fun stuff, we got to address the big changes that are occurring in Dallas right now. Um, in our previous podcast, we talked about the the exits of Donnie Nelson, the longest tenured uh, executive in the NBA up to that point, and Rick Carlisle, the second longest tenured coach in the NBA at that point, or tied for second with Eric Spolstra, both leaving the organization. Uh, we were both excited about Donnie leaving, but I think Reese, you had a little bit of apprehension about losing Rick, and yeah. I think that uh, we've been we've been, we've seen <laughs> that it, this was a mixed bag, in my opinion, on the hiring front. So first of all, the GM replacement is going to be Nico Harrison of Nike fame, um, one of the guys tabbed with identifying which players they were going to pursue for Nike deals, if I'm not mistaken, and. Uh, Widely respected around the league, gotten endorsements from Dame um, and other players, active players around the league. Um, a lot of journalists putting respect on his name. A lot of people are very excited about this hire. And, you know, it's, it's, it's what we wanted, right? We wanted them to go outside of the organization. We wanted them to get somebody that, that can actually relate to the players. I think they, they did that. What, what are your thoughts on that, Reese? Uh, I'm actually I'm actually very excited about this Nico Harrison hire. Uh, it's different. It's outside of the organization, but it's also not someone who has already had a job as a GM on a basketball team. Right. Uh, they went to an organization like Nike, uh, obviously a huge organization, uh, plenty of connections with NBA players. Like you said, this dude Nico has plenty of connections with NBA players. A lot of people are vouching for him and what really um, – what really helped was the fact that a lot of teams have been trying to get him. So this isn't just a, 
oh, Mark Cuban likes this guy. He wants something. <laughs> this is, uh, no, this dude is a sought-after commodity. So uh, that mixed with the fact that he has connection with players. Players respect him. Um, I'm excited about this. I feel like it can help us a lot uh, to gain talent and free agency, which is where we have had issues for about past decade forever <laughs> it feels like yeah um and like you said it I, I he is a guy that teams have been after for this type of role and has turned them down in the past i have to wonder if the agency didn't come into play to to reach out to make that connection yeah i'm sure they did yeah and i'm thinking he maybe he made it known that he was ready to to make that leap if the opportunity was right and i think you have to believe that this means that cuban is conceding some power. I can't, I think, uh, I can't remember who it was that kind of said it first, but uh, we, yeah, yeah, it's basically like, you can't, you don't get a guy like Nuko Harrison unless you're giving him the keys, basically. Yeah, for him to leave a job at Nike. Right, where he's, I'm sure, making bank. Right. Um, And then on top of that, he's not just stepping in. We, We initially thought maybe that Finley would be promoted to president of basketball operations and somebody would be hired to be the GM and they would kind of share. They're still selling it like that, but it it doesn't sound like Finley's actual job title is changing. It sounds like Harrison has taken over both of Donnie's titles as GM Uh, and president of operations. Yeah. He's taken over um, from the looks of it. He's taken over both roles. Uh, Finley is vice president. Uh, Vice president of basketball operations. Right. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's what he was. I think he's uh, staying. His role isn't changing. And then Dirk's going to remain on. His role isn't changing. As a special advisor, from what we're hearing. Um, Grant, you're the guest. How how are you feeling about the Nico Harrison? I mean, like y'all touched on, I mean, he, uh, he turned down several jobs before this. So um, I saw, I saw it on Twitter too. I think it was, I think it was Dalton Trick, but I don't want to say it's him and it not be him, but I'm pretty sure it was him. He also mentioned that the fact that he uh, the fact that he said yes to this and said no to all the other jobs makes me think that Cuban is opening up the opening up the wallet and uh, that's going to become very important in a couple months too. So if he's opening up his wallet to to go out and get one of the top executives, then he's definitely going to be opening his wallet to sign Rashawn Holmes, if you know what I mean. <laughs> You're getting very specific with that. I hear you. I, I, I respect it. I respect. That would have been a perfect segue into the next thing. If we <laughs> oh to. man, I'm sorry. But we're not done talking yet. But that would have been a perfect uh, segue. <laughs> I'm sure that name will come up again. Uh, oh this, yeah. And that's why we're here. Um, all right. So everybody seems to be on board with Nico. I, I don't think there's a lot. I did post the article uh, <laughs> from the Steph Curry meeting. I saw that, man. Nico. It's one of the first things that come up when you search his name. Um, and for those of you that, that aren't aware or might not have seen it, basically, Steph Curry did like a, a piece where he talked about how Nike blew their meeting with him. And basically, Nico Harrison was not the main guy that handles these type of things at the time, but he was given the job maybe last minute <laughs> to pitch to Steph Curry. And in the meeting, someone called Steph, Stefan, and uh, I think Dell said that at that moment, he completely tuned out whatever else they had to say. Uh, and then when they got to the slideshow part of the presentation, Kevin Durant's name was still on the slideshow, like whoever did the presentation or brought the presentation up, 
uh, missed a slide and left Kevin Durant's name in. They just recycled the pitch. <laughs> um, so just a comedy of errors there and his name is attached to that forever. So that was funny when I brought it up. Uh, I made the joke with Reese that, uh, cause people were taking it super seriously. I made the joke with Reese that like that, this is, that was Rihanna's big forehead for me, basically. Like she's still one of the baddest things on two legs, but uh, <laughs> if you got to point out a flaw, <laughs> that's what this was. Uh, but yeah, Nico, I think everybody's on board with that at this point. However, mm-hmm. the other hire is uh, <laughs> a bit more controversial, a bit more worrisome, a bit more, yeah, controversial is a good word. Um, Polarizing is the word. Mm, polarizing is another good one. Yeah. Um, Jason Kidd is being brought in as the, the head coach. Days. <laughs> if you don't know Jason Kidd has two D's, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Double D's, no Pam Anderson. Um, oh, wow. Let's see. Uh, you you set me up for a bar. I had to drop it. Uh, but yeah, Kidd is the, the coach. I'm not I'm not going to weigh in first on this. Uh, Reese, what are your thoughts? Someone once told me the grass ain't always greener <laughs> on the other side. You hit the whole verse. I believe it was two episodes ago. I came on here and I also put on Twitter and I said, I understand y'all want Rick gone. Understand it's, you know, time to move on from Rick. But trust me, the grass isn't always greener. Now, I'm prejudging, obviously. I also want to, I just want to make this quick statement. I'm not judging people by that past that I don't know personally. My issues with Jason Kidd being hired is strictly basketball. I think he's a shit coach. So with that being said, maybe he's improved uh, being away from head coaching for a while, being in, um, an assistant role with the Lakers for uh, two years. Maybe he has improved. Maybe being around a guy like LeBron, a team like that has um, helped his coaching. Uh, I also think that the fact that Rick Carlisle endorsed him should have been like, okay, let's not go get this guy then. But, <laughs> he is the ops now, so. Right. Like, come on, man. He, he clearly trying to sabotage us. This dude's a war criminal. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not excited about the hiring. I don't think it's going to go well. Mm. But people who know me know when I am wrong, I am not opposed to admitting that I'm wrong. So if I turn out to be wrong about Jason Kidd, I'll come on here and say it, admit it. I'll go on Twitter. But all I have to say is I give it a year before the organization is done. <laughs> I give it a month or two months max before oh, wow. Twitter is done. Damn. Uh, Grant, I'll let you win. So, you know, I'm not going to I, I disagree with the hire. Um, most, I mean, the shady past is obviously a, a huge red flag for me. Um, but like we said, keeping it strictly basketball, the dude has never won anything as a coach. I mean, he, he won one first round series his first year as a head coach and then right. one as an assistant uh, in the bubble. Um, to give Mavs fans, though, that aren't on board with it, a glimmer of hope, head coaching is the most you know, in and out recyclable position. There's eight head coaching jobs open every year. Um, so, you know, if it doesn't work out, 
he, he'll be gone. Um, you know, one of the problems with him in Milwaukee was like, he wanted to, he staged a coup basically and wanted to like get the GM fired and all this stuff. And that's not going to happen here, obviously, because I mean, <laughs> a Mark Cuban's in charge of everything and B like, we just got this, you know, hotshot executive. We're not going to let him, um, you know, yeah. we're not going to let Jason Kidd like run that guy out of town. Um, but yeah, I, I, my big thing about it is uh, I think we're going to look back at yesterday and think, uh, you know, well, so one thing is Jason Kidd has Bill Duffy as an agent and that is going to help Bill Duffy want to get free agents here um, just to kind of look at a small glimmer of hope. But I think we're going to look back at yesterday and think, man, we could have had Jamal Mosley and we let him, we let him slip uh, right up our, out of our fingertips unless for some reason he decides to stay on as assistant and maybe gets promoted after we fire kid, which I feel like is inevitable, but I think he'll probably end up in, uh, in new Orleans and make, make a nice little career for himself. That would be nice. Okay. Um, I think that was very fair. Um, yeah. So obviously Jason Kidd was at the bottom of my list as a potential coaching hire. Um, I, uh, I'm not a big fan of recycling the same coaches over and over. And it's not like he had one job and didn't get another chance. Like he's had two different jobs. The first one with Brooklyn, he took them to the playoffs. That was the year they had KG. Uh, he took them to the playoffs. They won their first round series against something, the Raptors, and then got beat in the second round. Uh, after that year, you mentioned the coup. He tried to stage in Brooklyn. I think he was part owner at the time as well. Um, he had bought some shares from Jay-Z and was trying to take completely take over everything didn't work out so he ends up getting traded to the brook to milwaukee for two second round picks so you bully the front office and they still get some compensation for you when they trade you out so that's nice um so he got two second round picks for him went to milwaukee the first year was huge looked like things were on their way jumped up from 15 wins to 41 the second year, they had some injury issues, but they dropped from 41 wins to 33. Okay, whatever. Next year, bounce back, 42 and 40. Giannis is starting to come into his own a little bit. Came back the next year, around 500 again. So at best, you can say he's a 500-ish type coach because the year after they fired him, the team went 160 games. They went from 45, and he only was there for 23 of them, from 45 or from like 42 to to 60 wins uh, after he got rid of Jason Kidd. So I don't, don't, the the coaching track record is not there. Now, part of his issues also, and I I got this from the Jasmine Wimbish, is it Wimbish? Yeah. Uh, Article where she talked about him being too hard on young players. Like even Giannis at a certain point, even though Giannis was upset when he was fired, said that he was just way too demanding. Um, Basically, all he knows is trying to get to the top and winning and being a champion. And sometimes you can't do that to a young kid who's going to have imperfections and flaws. We've we've seen (laughs) what a drill sergeant type coach can do to young players. And we we want to not do that again. Right. Besides that, there were people, players tuned him out at certain points because of how he was. And so now he's been away from it for a few years. He's come back as an assistant, been humbled. He said that he realized 
the error of his ways in the past and he wants to change. He wants to be a better communicator. He wants to be less rigid. And so I guess we're gonna find out if he actually is able to make those changes. I'm of the belief that it's almost impossible to change who you are <laughs> if this is your personality. Uh, he, I'm sure he'll try, but at what point does the, flip, the switch flip and he just becomes himself again? Um, and he, we see him and Luca getting into it on the sidelines because that's, that's where this is headed if he's still the same guy. Like imagine him telling Luca to fix something that Luke, I I don't think Luca's a guy that's easily correctable, if you will. You want to know what Jason Kidd's highlight as a head coach is? <laughs> Telling his player to purposely bump into him, to spill a drink on him, so they'll have a unofficial timeout. I was watching that whole clip today. Um, and like you could see him like drawing up a play and shit like on the sidelines. Like the, the announcers had just said they didn't have any timeouts left. <laughs> and then you see, like you can actually like, did he forget there are cameras everywhere? Yes. You literally see him say, bump into me. <laughs> like oh, clear man. as day. He like, got a <laughs> he got a fifty thousand dollar fine for that, right? Yeah. That's crazy, man. That that you know your opinion on Jason Kidd aside, that was an awesome moment for for Twitter. It was. It was some goofy shit. I was dying for a while off of that. Um, so that's the basketball side of it. I think we all agree that his coaching track record is not sexy. Um, the other side of it is his past. Now, like you guys said, it's been a long time. If he's not that guy anymore, fantastic. The, uh, the alcoholism, the stuff with the wife. If that's behind him, fantastic. I, I believe in not damning someone for the rest of their lives based on something that happened at one point in their life. I, I believe in growth. Uh, let he who is without sin cast the first stone, right? However, when you are an organization with a track record, for these things and wipe sweeping them under the rug. It's just not a good look. And I think you bring a lot of questions to the table when you when you bring someone in with that type of pass. And I expect those questions to come up. I think Brad Townsend has pretty much said he's gonna bring it up. Uh, there's already been a few articles written about it. So uh, hopefully their teams, whenever they made this decision were prepared for those questions and have real answers for them. Um, I would love, from what I've seen in the past, Kid has pretty much said that that's behind him and, or made it sound like his wife was exaggerating some things. Um, I hope he has better answers now. Like you can't change what happened, but you can say the right things now. So we'll see how that goes. Any, any other thoughts on, on the hirings? Um, I'll uh -huh. just touch on what you said real quick. Um, you know, it's more of it's more of the organization already sweeping four or five domestic violence and sexual assault charges under the rug that makes this look bad. Not just the fact that it's Jason Kidd who was convicted of a crime that he committed 20 years ago. Um, it right. would look it would look a lot different had none of that other terrible stuff ever happened, but it still would have not been great. But it would have been different. So. Right. I do believe in second chances and growth as well. It's just like 
this organization really like yeah, this organization had to do it <laughs> it's like we haven't gone two full years without something related to sexual misconduct or domestic violence being attached to the team right so it just feels like another notch on the cuban doesn't care about this stuff yeah belt for people that that are paying attention to those things and that's it's it's hard because you know you want to be a fan and enjoy everything and you know you're gonna have to deal with those conversations you know when you click on a tweet or a link or a video about it you're gonna see that brought up and it just brings down i don't know it's hard to be, get as excited as you maybe could for for a guy um, and at the same time, for me, on top of the coaching, on top of the history and the Mavs recent history, the third part of it for me is Jamal Mosley. I really hope he lands a job as a head coach somewhere. If he doesn't, it's going to be pretty, pretty rough for me. I'm just going to keep it 100 because he, he definitely deserves a chance. I agree. He does. I, I don't want to see him end up in Orlando, though, as, as much as I love him and want him to get a good <laughs> job. I don't want him. I don't want him going over there, but like like I said earlier, New Orleans uh, to coach a guy like Zion, to coach a guy like Ingram, to really yeah. that 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 team is in desperate need of like a turnaround, a culture change, and I think he'd probably be he'd probably be a, a perfect candidate for for player development at least. We will see, we will see. Reese, did you have any other thoughts about it either? Hire? No, I did not. I did not. All right, uh, I don't know how long we were on here. But uh, I think we can transition to this other part. And before we do so, Reese, did you want to go first? I'll let you go first. Just so you know, I'll, I'll let you go first. Okay. So uh, we'll take a quick commercial break, if you will. And then uh, I think we'll probably end up splitting this into two episodes. I don't think we took too long on that. So then we'll get into to, to my, my turn as the Mads GM. <laughs> if you're a beginning podcaster or someone who just wants to make things easy on their journey, Spotify for Podcasts is the perfect platform for you. They allow you to record your podcast and edit it, not only from your computer, but your phone as well, so you can do it on the go wherever you are. You can make money from your podcast through ads provided by the platform or through subscriptions from your audience with no catch at all. They even take the liberty of distributing your podcast not only to the Spotify platform, but every other podcast and platform as well. Just like that. All you have to do is record, edit, hit publish, and Spotify takes care of the rest. I use Spotify podcasters to start my journey. Bibbs used it to start his journey. We used it to start the Mavs Outsiders journey. And now you have the opportunity to use it to start your journey as well. To get started, all you have to do is download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com forward slash podcasters to get started. All right, folks, welcome back to the Outsiders podcast. And this is part one of our dream offseason. And in this first part, I am going to be the GM of the Dallas Mavericks. And uh, as 
prefaced earlier in the episode, Grant is going to play the league office. Grant will be playing the role, or did I say Grant again? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Reese (laughs) will be playing the role of the team I'm trying to trade with or the player that I'm trying to sign in free agency. Uh, He will have five full vetoes. That means if I say X, if I say we're trading Dwight Powell for uh, Lonzo Ball, he can say no five times. Flat out no, it's not happening. Um, Once his vetoes run out, then I I can fill out the rest of my roster from there. They can't do anything ridiculous or illegal. That's why Grant is here to to keep us keep us in check on that front. Um, does anybody else need any further explanation that I explain it pretty well right there? Did I miss anything? Uh, yeah, the only thing, I mean, the main thing that needed to explain it was the vetoes. You did that. We talked about it a lot. So, okay. You said five, right? Yeah. Five full vetoes. And then as far as like a trade, let's say I, I make you an offer, uh, or, or I say we trade KP to, uh, you know, the Warriors for Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, like you can do a counter offer to make it work and that won't necessarily count as a veto i'm I'm gonna be honest (laughs) don't expect me to come up with no counter offers because that requires or you can say no and i can come with a counter offer okay that's better and if you say no again it only counts as one total veto okay i could also uh i could help with some quick math too okay Okay. quick quick maths that helps because i'm terrible (laughs) at math all right, so Grant, before I get rolling on my offseason, give us the Mavs money situation. All right, so basically we have, at this very moment, or going forward, we have nine players under contract. Um, assuming that Josh Richardson opts out, which I fully believe he is, and I don't know what y'all did, but I'm assuming y'all went with that as well. Um, if Josh Richardson opts out and you leave Tim Hardaway's cap hold, or you, you rescind Tim Hardaway's cap hold, you're looking at about $36 million uh, to spend this summer. So uh, the cap next year is projected to be at 112 million and 30, or let me see here. Yeah. 112 million minus 75.28 guaranteed money uh, that we have on the books for next year. Again, that's not, that's assuming you dropped him hard away, but you can still resign him. I'm not saying you can't, but if you right. dropped him hard away and if Josh Richardson opts out, you're looking at $36 million. If, if Richardson doesn't opt out, that brings it down to what, 25? 25, yeah. And, but um, to give you some hope, to give other fans hope, an expiring $11 million contract on a player who is very, very good in the locker room and very, very good for the community on a younger team, younger teams would, would kill to have a guy like Jay Rich. So that's why I think he's opting out, but yeah. Right. Uh, so yeah, if he opts in in a realistic situation, he's probably still very tradable at 11 mil. Yes, very. And, and expiring, right? Yeah, 11 mil expiring. If, so. I mean, if he opts in, I would be shocked that, if he wasn't traded. That's almost a better situation for us, to be honest. But let's get I into really my don't situation. See that motherfucker. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't see. I don't see people wanting that motherfucker. But, all right, cool. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> we only need one team to want him. Uh, exactly. So coming in. Uh, I've looked at the roster. I've looked at the players. I've looked at all the options that have been laid out before us. I actually looked at every single player's cap hold. Uh, Quick question, quick question, quick question. Okay. Are you going to go through your whole thing, then I go through my whole thing? 
Yeah, so I'll go okay. through I'll my, make my start to finish, and then you'll you'll do yours after. Don't yeah. let me influence you, though. Don't let me I was making sure we. Oh no, you ain't influencing <laughs> shit. I was making sure we. Uh, <laughs> I was making sure we wasn't doing the Jada Kiss Styles P thing, you know. So. The, 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 okay, I got you. Um, hmm. I'm trying, now. You got me thinking. Come on, bro. Chill. No, I think I like it. I like it this way. Um, okay, so draft night, I believe, is the beginning of the off season, technically. We have no draft picks at this time. So I want us to buy a second round draft pick. Cash money, straight cash. And I want us to draft a young big man. Last year, we had a bunch of guards and wings. Give me a young big man. Usually young big men slip in the draft for absolutely no reason. Uh, the, the position isn't as valued as it used to be. So, so go ahead and give me one middle of the second round. That's one. That's one roster spot. It's gonna cost you uh, one one point two million dollars. Is that good? That's fine. All right. That's the second round pick. will cost him that, right? Yeah, because yeah. if I'm just judging on Tyrell Terry and uh, Jalen Brunson's contract, they're basically Jalen Brunson's making one point eight this coming year. In yeah. his first year, it was like right at a million. So, right. And as far as like the actual cash when you buy players, this is just me being a nerd now. Uh, you have $5 million of loose money. Like when people say cash considerations and all that, you have $5 million of loose money every year. Right. So that's what that money is. It doesn't count towards the cap or anything like that. Um, so that's draft night. After that is the opt-in deadline. And I agree with Grant's take that Jay Rich is going to opt out. The market is light. That he could probably get more than 11 mil and he could definitely get more than 11 mil across multiple years. So I think Jay Rich is opting out. Are, are, are you uh, vetoing that, Reese? I don't agree, but I'm not going to veto it because I understand, you know, I understand the logic behind it. So no, I don't veto okay. it. All right. I think he thinks he can get more than 11 mil. So we're gonna... Now with your cap, wait, hold on. Did you skip yeah. something? No. What do you mean? The cap holes. The cap holes I was going to do next. Okay, okay, okay. It, I was yeah. just going by the order that got you. Go ahead. Yeah, so um, if he opts in, I think that's when his cap hold affects us. Right. Uh, his Yeah, his his cap hold really won't affect us either way. Um, if he opts in, he opts into 11 million. If he opts out, if he opts out, we have his bird rights. That's where the cap gotcha. hold comes in. Gotcha, um, gotcha, if gotcha. he opts out, his cap hold's gone, though. We're not, we're not right. resigning him to a longer deal. So. Right. So then cap holds. Uh, there are... F- six players with cap holds right now i'm, uh, I'm rescinding every single one yeah they're <laughs> all right oh except bay except bay we're keeping bay's the cap hold okay wait you receive so you're rescinding tim hardaway yeah hardaway's 28 mil get up off my books okay Hinton's, okay everyone except bay let me Boban, i think is four mil melly's five reddick is 16 all that can go i'm keeping bay though i want his i want his rights okay I'm keep don't bay I don't want his stuff. I don't want him stolen. <laughs> no, I, I can make the joke. I'm gonna let it go. <clears throat> that was the joke. I know. Bang. I know. I got Damn it. it. I got it. Um. <laughs> so with that said, where we at money wise already? So you were sending everybody. Uh, you're you were sending everybody. So you're at about thirty three and a half. Uh, the second pick cost you one point two. And right. then Tyler Bay, picking up Tyler Bay's uh, bird rights is going to cost you 1.5. Gotcha. So you All went right. from 36 to 34 to 33. Gotcha. All right. We're looking good, I think, right now. 
So now we get into the trades. You missed, you skipped one. What I skipped? Uh, oh, wait, you said you were sending all of them. So the team yeah. option on Willie Cauley Stein is declined. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm assuming. Because that's not a cap hole. Actually, would... you know what? I think yeah, I have that later on my situation. Okay. I'm picking up Willie's option, actually. Okay. Oh, you're picking up Willie? Okay. If you pick yeah, up me... Willie, that puts you at the 29. All right. That's fine with me. Let me see. Let me make add that in here. And thank you for catching that. Um, yeah, I think uh, the market is not as sexy as I would like it to be on bigs, and I like what Willie does. Um, I don't think Kid will be as hard on, on him as he was, as Rick Carlisle was, as far as minutes go. So picking up Willie's options, four mil, right? Four, four point one, yeah. All right, so Willie's options picked up. I'm keeping him on the roster. Um, so now we get into trades. Kristaps Porzingis is on the block. And I initially had a Pacers trade, but I don't think the Pacers <laughs> are going to be doing a trade right now with, for Kristaps Porzingis with Rick Carlisle there. So I had to get rid of that trade. My first trade option for Kristaps Porzingis is to trade him to the Washington Wizards, who want to try to run it back with Westbrook and Beal together for a full year and healthy. And they want to bring in uh, another complimentary type player that they think can, can add a little something to them for the short term. So they're going to trade us Davis Bertans because he has the biggest contract and he wasn't fantastic for them this year. They're going to send us the injured Thomas Bryant coming off of ACL. And they're going to trade us the injured Denny Abdia coming off the broken leg. Yay or nay? I'm going to say nay. I don't. Why are they not doing it? I don't see Washington doing it. Denny Abdia is a very young player, which I believe can be a very nice role player on that team. I don't see the Washington Wizards depleting depth uh, that they already barely have just to add Porzingis, especially okay. when Thomas Bryant is, as you know, their starting center. Denny uh, is a key piece in the rotation. And obviously, I understand Bertans, who did not play well. So okay. I understand why they would want to give up off of him. But those three for just Porzingis, I don't see the Wizards doing. Let me amend the trade. All right. So also, I have four uh, vetoes left. So right now the the Wizards veto like you can make as many vetoes as you want on this trade situation with the Wizards. Yeah. But yes, but yeah, you'll have four vetoes left after this. Right. So going forward, just so y'all know, Kristaps uh, uh, Porzingis has a seven point five percent kicker. So if you trade him, his contract immediately becomes. Uh, I can give you an exact number, but it immediately becomes seven point five percent more than what it already is. Did you you mentioned that he might be at the max? Do you know if that's how would how that would work in this situation um you have to get within like that the cash considerations you mentioned you have to get within a certain amount it shouldn't right it shouldn't matter if you if you trade for a max player or near max then what you would do is because because you were about four or five million dollars off in this instance so like short yeah like so either you would um that that would then create either you would have to add, they would have to add something else or you would create a TPE for them. And then Washington would then have a, a player exception going forward. 
so they gotcha. could they could use that extra like five million to right. take in a player that they couldn't take in before. Let me go back over here, which would probably be useful for them since they don't have money to play with. All right, I'm gonna go. This is not what I wanted. Where the hell? Oh, teams. There we go. All right, I'm gonna have to pull up their roster real quick because I, I have an idea now. My Thomas Bryant thing. The reason I think they would be willing to trade Thomas Bryant, by the way, Daniel Gafford um, came alive in the playoffs for them, and they may want to promote him to the starter now. I don't see that happening. Not okay. Not yeah. Not the no. Okay. Uh-uh. So so you don't think Thomas Bryant is available? No. All him right. or Denny. All right, so let me go back. Let me pull up your roster again. I'm leaving Bertans in there because we, we, we're trading Latvian for Latvian. Latvian disappointment for Latvian disappointment. Um, uh, so, yeah, if you trade Chris Stops, it's $34 million. Okay. So $34 million is what I have to make, right? And Well, you have to get re- you have to get close enough. You, you Like I said, you can yeah, create yeah, yeah. a trade exception, but yeah. And Bertans is 15. Bertans is 16. Is it 16? Oh, I'm looking at this year. Let me. Yeah, 16 flat for the next three years. Yeah. Let me open this up. Update. Come on, come on. And yeah, the Wizards are not in a great cap situation. So you're going to have to get as close to that number as you can. Yeah, it's Robin Lopez is a free agent, right? Yeah. All right. I don't know if I can do it now. (laughs) Yeah, they would have to. Well, let me see here. Chandler Hutchinson is still on the roster. I don't yep. think it helps this trade. <clears throat> Without Thomas Bryant, I don't think it works. Um, he, Technically, you could do a sign and trade with one of those cap holds, but I mean, why? Would, I don't right. want any of those guys. Exactly. Or I, yeah, I mean, they're all upper 30s, so. All right, cancel the trade. All right. It's vetoes. It's gone. All right, and <laughs> moving forward. We tried to get rid of KP. All right. Second option. <laughs> Second option. Call up the Pelicans. Ask for Steven Adams and Eric Bledsoe. For for KP straight up. For KP, and we also get a lottery protected future first round pick for taking on that those terrible. They both they wanted they clearly want to get rid of these people, and KP gives them an outside threat and doesn't clog up the paint as people like to say for Zion Williamson. Gives them a more versatile offensive attack, and they get out out of two contracts they don't like. Um, Mavs get a secondary type ball handler, and they get a big body. Uh now keep in mind, Reese. Also, I say you're the Pelicans. <laughs> keep in mind, both of those contracts expire not this year, so you you play out. They're they're both two year contracts. Twenty twenty three. Yeah, they yeah. expire twenty twenty three. Um, okay. and the money fits perfectly, so no need to adjust. Stephen Adams, Eric Bledsoe, and a lottery protected pick for KP. Yes. Okay. Uh, man. That means if you make the playoffs, we get your pick. Right. 
I'm gonna veto that. Mm. What's your sticking point? First of all, I understand your point of them wanting to get off of those contracts, but I don't think KP's value is that high. Mm, to where you think that's high? I think that's I think that's still high. Granted, these are bad contracts, but these are still serviceable players. I mean, Eric Bledsoe is he is who he is, but <laughs> uh, Stephen Adams is a serviceable player. He just doesn't fit on that team. He still has value. Um, that first round pick, obviously the Pelicans. Killing it. The Pel- yeah, that's killing it mainly because the Pelicans have Zion and Brandon Ingram. Right. They're going to want to compete. They were close to the playoffs this year. Right. Uh, only a few te- tweaks will probably get them over the hump. So that's probably a pick they're guaranteed not to have. All right. So they're technically giving up an unprotected, projected unprotected first round pick. Like a mid first. Right. Yeah. All right. And two serviceable players for just Christoph Porzingis. I respect who, it. You know, trade value has gone down tremendously after his showing <laughs> lack thereof in the playoffs. Let me drop that 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 pick situation and do two second round picks. My thing is I don't know if we get both for Porzingis is what I'm saying. Both players or the two picks? Both players. The money makes it uh necessary. Right. So okay. I would have so you don't want to all right, let me see. And the reason I think Bledsoe might be more expendable than just his talent is because of their backlog of guards. Right. NAW came on. Kyra Lewis has some good minutes. Zion, if or not Zion, Lonzo if they're trying to keep him. And Didi Luzada, who they brought in late in the year. I would also say I think Eric Bledsoe's trade value is lower than Steven Adams. So if there was a way you could do it with, you know, Eric Bledsoe and, and not maybe something else. Yeah, something else to fill the cap space for KP. The only, that only would, do yeah. that, the only way to do that would be like Jackson Hayes or something. I feel like Jackson yeah. Hayes' value was higher than Adams. What yeah, it would probably be uh, Jackson Hayes and um, NAW. All right, you're going to make me do what I don't want to do. What if I include Tyrell Terry? All right, shit. Hold up. <laughs> hold up, brother. You, you didn't. You, you got too much dip on your chip. Uh, <laughs> Give you a young, young player, twenty years old, right? Shooting potential. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta push back on that pick though. If I do it that way, well, we can make it a, a top twenty protected. My my question to you here is, <laughs> so I don't know if it's more valuable for New Orleans to have two guys tied up in a basically a max deal for the next two years, or if it's more valuable for them to have Kristaps for like one one guy making a max deal because they're they're in a you know a situation right now with Lonzo where he's going to command a max. So my sell on KP is that maybe they think he's a better fit for what for their roster right now like they can allow him to be him instead of forcing him to play in the paint which the Mavs were trying to do let me ask you this I know yeah. my stance is supposed to be I'm the Pelicans right but and I, I feel like it's hard for you as a KP hater probably <laughs> it, 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 it's not because okay. I, I wouldn't really consider myself a KP hater but my main thing 
I'm doing it that way because that's the way we're supposed to do it. That's the way you pitched it. Like right. that's how the scenario goes. But also pitch me on why the Mavericks would want Eric Bledsoe as opposed to KP. His contract is shorter. They want their money for 2023. Boy, I hate that shit so much. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we gotta give we gotta give uh, Nico some money to play with. Man. And maybe they don't want KP in with the future. J- Jason Kidd doesn't want to have to work around KP in his offense. Yeah, and we've already seen how fragile KP can get. Right. If, if JK is going to be a demanding coach, like I, I don't think that's going to work for KP. I don't think he's built for that. Uh I hate to do it to you, but I can't see this happening. Is it can or can't? I can't see this happening. Okay. So you're not you don't see a path to a trade with with the Pelicans. No. Not with the Pelicans, no. I tried. <laughs> Why are you uh, KP, man? I uh I don't like that trade at all. Just as much <laughs> not from a league office standpoint, but from a map standpoint. I don't, yeah. I don't listen, that yeah. at all. If I was pitching <laughs> if, I, if I was pitching as Hey, you're the Mavs. You agree with this? I would have gave you a fuck no. But yeah, <laughs> I see. I'm like the only person who thinks KP's value is actually not as low as it is. Steven Adams and Eric Bledsoe. If that's the best you're offering right. me, I'm running it back with KP. Like that's just me. Though. That was my like fourth option originally. The, originally, that was my fourth option. Like that was my last. Like I really just want to get rid of this guy. Option. Okay. I got rid of the Pacers trade I had because I don't think they'll trade for him with Rick Carlisle there. Definitely I forget not. what other trade I had, but I, I think I'm about to give up. Just, just stick with KP. Stick with KP. Kinda ch- it's nothing wrong with sticking with KP, man. My uh, my I favorite. I don't think there's anything wrong with sticking with KP. The only uh, New Orleans trade I really liked that I thought of was a sign and trade KP for Lonzo, but I don't. Yeah. Lonzo and Zion make too much sense for me right. to give up on Lonzo just yet. Right. So. I don't I just can't see them. Yeah, I can't see them doing that. Like yeah. letting him go. The only Lonzo's other team free oh. value is higher than KP's at this moment. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm fucking doing it. All right, okay. bear with me. <laughs> I, I had to let go of this one. <laughs> but I'm, I'm bringing it back. This came up on the last pod, actually, I think. Oh God. <sighs> this about to be some bullshit. Watch. <laughs> I really don't think Bibbs is expecting you to say no to that one. No, it's um, yeah. I was hoping that was like a so bad that it was accept like it, you would take it. <laughs> so this is like your last resort. This wasn't gonna be my last resort, but I got rid of it. So now this is my last resort. I'm bringing it back. You trying KP. to use up all my vetoes, man? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't do that to you. I won't do that to you. This is the last one, and then I'm moving on as far as trades go. I already used two. <laughs> <laughs> I won't make you use all of them on trades as well. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. So KP to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, oh I like this one. For Kevin Love and Dylan Windler. I'm sorry, who? Dylan Windler. He's a shooter. Can I veto this one? I was about to say, bro. You, <laughs> for, for the, I for thought the Cavaliers? you I was about to accept it because I thought you was about to say KP. Kevin Love and Colin Sexton. We're not gonna get the goddamn Colin Sexton. Look, they trying to trade him. All right, they not trying to trade him like that. (laughs) I can't imagine. 
Is that I'm, no? I'm not buying into that. I can't. Be, I can't buy into that. I have to believe there's better options for them. All right. Options. I feel like there's something here. Let's let's right. let's work something out here because we let's like year, we have on. enough assets to get Kevin Lo- to take the Kevin Love money and to get Colin Sexton. I believe. Because I mean, I think the Cavs are taking it's a card. not even about. You think? All right. So do you think that they are just dumping Colin Sexton? Nah. I, I, no, I think I think if a team wants Colin that's Sexton, that's a pipe dream for me. I if would, a yeah. team wants Colin Sexton, no matter the team, they are going to require Kevin Love to be the tax. Gotcha. But at the same time, like Kevin Love only has kind of like the you know the uh, Stephen Adams and the Eric Bledsoe. He only has two more years left. It probably would be if they can't find someone to take it. You know, it'd probably be in their best interest just to you know buy him out or let him expire so and i think what you can do if i mean if they can trade kevin love without having to give up sexton in that process they can do something different with their sexton trade oh yeah they could but they would be commanding a lot if they did that but i I just i hate the fact that it has to be from the cavalier standpoint because if i'm from the (laughs) cavalier standpoint i kind of have to accept that but it's like that's I'm what you're about it as the Mavs as well. <laughs> but here's what I'm here's my here's my my thing. Here's how I'll sell it on the Mavs side, just as a Mavs fan. And this is why I didn't I took this trade off, honestly. I'd be banking on Kevin Love having a Blake Griffin uh reawakening. Define reawakening. You mean like a Brooklyn Nets thing? Yeah, like what he's how he all of a sudden can jump and play basketball again. Like that's what I'm hoping for from Kevin Love when he gets to Dallas. I don't expect that. I, I think mean, he played better than he is in Cleveland because obviously right. he, he doesn't want to be there. I mean, it's Cleveland who can blame him, but <laughs> still, like, oh, shout out to the people that live in Cleveland. Uh, it's Cleveland <laughs> who can blame him, but it's like at this point, I would take KP. I would take my chances with KP. And for me, it's a, a matter of KP person being a personality clash more than anything else. It's not even about basketball. I just, Absolutely, I don't think they get along. I just want him out of the locker room. So let me just run this by real quick. So y'all don't think you tell me what y'all think. Do y'all think Kevin Love or KP for Kevin Love? That's that's like there for sure. Uh, if we get Sexton, let's just say we're getting Sexton in this in this instance. You don't think does the money like, work? It works in this. So do you don't think that Josh Green and Jalen Brunson is enough to get Sexton? Oh shit. Because remember, Green I erased Jalen. I, I erased this trade. I wouldn't I know. It's, I might it's be Caleb Brunson. I might be Brunson and, and Green are our best two assets, but look, we're gonna have to pay Brunson next year, and he's not restricted, so he's gonna be able to command however much he. Why isn't he restricted? restricted? He's not because, restricted because he was a second, he's a second round, round pick. pick. Yeah. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah, we we. I mean, I wouldn't want to say we messed up, but we're in a me in a tough spot. <laughs> I mean, we didn't mess up. We did, no, we, we did. We no, that's right. what I'm saying. Like you, you either you know you either resign Jalen Brunson and you have you know a decent two guard going going forward, or you you know, sell high. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens with his extension situation. Um, shit. Okay. Yeah. If we can get, okay, let's, let's do it. Cause the Sexton rumors are out there. All right, we want so, Colin Sexton. We're willing to take Kevin Love. That's how we got to sell it. Right. Even though they don't have to know that we're getting rid of KP because of his personality. So we want Colin Sexton. We're willing to take on Kevin Love. We will give you KP to make the money work and Jalen Brunson. Hmm. Jalen Brunson is an up-and-coming guard. Uh, he can run your second unit, first unit, depending on what you're about to do in this draft. 
Uh, you bring in Porzingis to complement Jared Allen, another veteran, still keeps you young. He's 25, 26. Uh, Brunson also 25, 26. So they're young, but they're experienced at the same time to, to kind of bring up your experience level on your roster. Um, and you get rid of Sexton, who I guess I assume is a locker room situation as well. I don't think so. Situation. I think he might be a little bit of a ball hog or like diva type thing. You know I, what? I, I'm, I'm, as the Cleveland Cavaliers, <laughs> I'm going to backtrack. Mm. I accept your original trade. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> Fuck it. Buy KP. Because the more you mention it, crazy enough, I wouldn't do it. I would still rather keep KP. But the whole Kevin Love thing, I, I kind of see the vision. Plus, I mean, he, he, here's the thing with the Kevin Love. Like, he expires in two years. So if he doesn't right. end up being so this Kevin Love up. of the past, even half of that, you're still getting that $32 million, uh, you know, a couple of years from now. And that's the that's the same uh, thing with the Bledsoe and Adams. So if it's Bledsoe and Adams or Love, Love it is. Yeah. So I'm, I'm cool with that. I can work with that. Dylan Winlow and Kevin Love for KP. You got it, bro. All right, so I got yeah, love. That is some low trade value. <laughs> Fuck it, he's gone. Let me get that second round pick. That was good. <laughs> Before I can finalize the trade, yeah, let me get let me get a couple seconds in there. I think I think that's fair. I really do think that's fair, but but yeah, working on the framework. No We're working on the framework of a deal. No picks. No I mean, the money's perfect, so. Well, fuck you, then. Yeah. I'm not doing the trade if I ain't get no picks. If I can't get no picks, I'm out. All right, we'll keep Kevin Love then. Keep that fucking fragile motherfucker. Wait, so I already wrote down that you did it. Already. No, you're right. Love is love is on the team. Fuck the picks. Okay, right. okay. <laughs> Don't forget Dylan Winler. I didn't. I didn't. Love is in and Winler's in. All right. So that changes what I want to do with my off season as well. All right, one twelve minus. 29.4 million dollars that is just oh, cap space good 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 i'm still still around 30 mil that's that's all i really need what i'm trying to do <laughs> all right so first of all <clears throat> let me read off the players that i have as being on the team currently luca dfs maxi love brunson windler josh green dwight powell Tyrell Terry and Trey Burke. Uh, Willie Cauley Stein, oh, Tyler Willie Bay. Stein, I forgot Willie Cauley Stein, Tyler Bay, and your second rounder. Bay is technically a free agent. I just have his. Oh, okay. Rights. I just have his right still. Okay, but also the second rounder, which I guess is technically the same thing. And that second round pick guy. Second round big yep. is what I'll put. Second round big. So I'm at 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 bodies. Plus whatever I'm about to do with Bay, so that technically puts me at 13 bodies. I don't have a lot of bodies to play with here. Yeah, 13. All right. <clears throat> but okay, wait. So you can bring back Tyler Bay and Tyrell Terry on the two-way though, if you opt, if you decide to do that. So maybe even Josh Green, but no way. Terry is Terry's on a regular contract, ain't he? Oh yeah, you're. Right. Oh. I guess yeah, yeah. he's on right, a three-year yeah. deal, so I, I was okay, yeah. counting him as one of them. So Tyler, me. yeah, so Tyler Bay is on a two-way two way. though. Okay, right. so twelve if you want to do that. Okay, 
We'll see. I haven't counted Bay. Hold on. Now I'm losing track. <laughs> Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Okay, you're right. It's only, it's only twelve. Okay. <clears throat> so I have three spots with my first call as the Mavs GM at midnight I'm getting two players on the phone Michael Finley's calling one Nico Harrison's calling no let's get <laughs> these mm-hmm. people don't in this world I, I am everything the alpha and the omega relax local. <laughs> <clears throat> Norman Powell, I'm going to offer you 18 mil, increasing for four years. Come be a Dallas Maverick. You can play beside Luka. I feel like your career is going in the right direction. You've been a starter. I love what I saw from you with, with the Blazers. You're able to put the ball on the floor, get to the rim. You can hit the three at an amazing clip, over 40%. We need that athleticism and that defense beside Luka Doncic. I think that you could be a 20-point-per-game guy with the Dallas Mavericks easily. What was the deal again? 18 mil a year for four. It's four for 72. I think that's pretty fair for Norman Powell. Now, I'm I'm Norman Powell in this situation, correct? Yeah. Well, I really like the situation in Portland. We're winning, but, you know, we're still middle of the pack. Uh, Dallas has potential. I will probably have more opportunity in Dallas being probably the second score to Luka as opposed to, you know, Dame and CJ. Hmm. I accept. Bang. Norman Powell, 18 mil. All right, that leaves you just cap space, no MLE, no BLE. Uh, that leaves you at 11.4 million, 11.4 million. All right, so with my not my starting shooting guard intel, <laughs> I can move forward to some other things. I got to cross out some guys I had on my list since I don't need them anymore. <clears throat> now I want to upgrade one of two positions. Damn, this is tough. All right. I'm going through my board real quick. Bear with me. All right. So we said the, what's the MLE? MLE is going to be 9.5 million, but you can't touch the MLE until you go over the cap. So you have to get right at that number. Yeah. I'm just looking at my other guys, what numbers I had on them. And what's the other uh, exception? Uh, the biannual exception. Oh man, I don't have that. Off it's like three point something, I think. Yeah, it's not a lot. It's not a lot. All right. And I think only certain guys qualify for it. So you that have would to end be up being certain years, certain number of years, or it's either a certain number of years in the league or a certain number of years on that team, and that is three point seven million. Oh, shit, I'm gonna need it to be a certain number of years in the league. <laughs> okay. oh. So with my next move, because I need to get to the cap, right? Yeah, if you want to use the MLE, you have to get to the cap. Damn, this is tough. Okay. How much did you say I have left? 11.4. I'm calling Goran Dragic. The Heat decide not to pick up his team option for 18 mil. 
call Goran Dragic because I don't want to put all my eggs in one ball handling basket. I like guards in Dallas. Um, I want Dragic off the bench. I'm going to offer him two years starting at that 11 mil to get me to the cap. You want to give him the full 11.4, I assume? Just yeah, let's give him 11.4 in the first year. Maybe we bring it down to make it even – or make it even 10, actually. So 11.4 in the first year and then nine or whatever in the second year. Okay. Basically two years, 20 mil is the deal, but front-loading it. All right, that leaves you at the $9.5 million cat or MLE, and you have one roster spot. I have a question. Okay. Um, not, not as Goran Dragic. Why, <laughs> why are you signing another point guard? Depth. Options. But and Brunson might get traded later in the season. Okay. I mean, I have to play this as Goran Dragic, and obviously, as Goran Dragic, I would. What? What happened in the playoffs? What do you mean? We had one person that could dribble the basketball. I mean, that's true, but I'm, I'm fixing saying that problem. with, with <laughs> guards like uh, Tyrell Terry getting minutes this year. Uh, I don't LT. think he's getting minutes this year. I don't think he's physically ready. All right, you know what? Fuck it. Goran Dragic accepts stuff. I want to play with Luka, obviously. Everybody knows that. Uh, so, yeah. And this gives us options to move other people as well. So I want... I want to upload. I want to upgrade the top line. We got to get better talent in here, in Dallas. We don't have talent. All right. So we got Dragic. Now, so I, my question is, <laughs> do you think Dragic would make more than nine point five somewhere else? Because my my whole thing was, is I would have done Dragic for the MLE. Really? I I think personally. I have another idea for Dragic, but it's too galaxy brain. I'll tell you. I'll tell you all that at the end. So the only reason I went with Dragic there is because the other guys I have are at the MLE or lower. Okay. Then yeah, I, I just don't think Dragic is going to command eleven million dollars. But if if everyone else you're signing is at the MLE, then it's not really a big deal. It's tricky because I didn't expect him to get eighteen mil last year. <laughs> Last year was uh, was a fluke. Yeah, so we'll we'll see what happens with him. I'm curious because his health is seemingly declined. Um, but he, you know, besides in the playoffs, he had a good regular season. I mean, he basically put up Jalen Brunson's numbers. Right, and he's a little bit bigger, bigger, more experienced, can pass the basketball to other people yeah. who are not always right in front of him. Um, <laughs> which is my main goal here. I want to make Dragic expendable. As, I mean, not Dragic. I want to make Brunson expendable. Um, and his extension is what four fifty four, right? So he'd be making about that money anyway. So it'll wash out. Yeah. Well, technically, he's on a club option. Dragic is so. Yeah. So I basically, I had the Heat deciding they were. Uh, do you want to stop the Heat from letting him go, Reese? No. No. All right, so the Heat are letting him go. All right. Now that we're at the cap, MLE, Kelly Olenek. 
Just from a math standpoint, accept. this is awesome. Yes, yeah. I accept. <laughs> I accept. I accept. He was, he's on my notes, FYI. So, yes. Okay. Three I, years, he, 27 mil. I, I still will never forgive him for what he did to Kevin Love, but he is oh, a shit. very, put very... Oh, safety. Yeah. Oh, you did. I didn't even know. Oh, that. you did. Oh, <laughs> but he is at the very, very top of my list of affordable guys that we should definitely look into. We got to bury... They got to bury the hatchet. Yeah. Um... This puts my this puts Max Power on the bench, by the way, if this wasn't clear. Um, I'm fine with them two off the bench. And then what does that leave me? I don't well, have any roster spots, right? You use the entire MLE on Kelly Olinick, right? Yeah, you're you're you yeah, can't I was do gonna anything. do yeah, I was gonna do uh yeah, three years, twenty seven mil. Okay. I think you could probably get a B uh BLE guy. Right. I don't know. I don't know who you'd cut or if you'd send. Um, the BLE is how much again? Like five million. It's three three point five uh, three point seven. You're thinking what? of the room exception, which room is exception. uh believe I don't. I'm not exactly sure what the room exception exception exactly. It's is. in the email. I'm a look. That's I'm trading Trey Burke and cash considerations for cash consideration. I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so Trey Burke uh, uh, also. Has a five percent trade kicker. Obviously, five percent on three million dollars right. is not very much. I'm but. sending him to Orlando. Um, okay. For cash with along with cash considerations, <clears throat> for less cash considerations, <laughs> just get rid of them. So you're just freeing up. I'm paying somebody to take them to free up a roster spot. Okay, you have you have a roster spot and you have let's just say it's three point two. So. All right. 3.8. I don't know. I don't know that kind of math off the top. Yeah, well, well, whatever that amount is, I'm giving it to Daniel Tice. Okay. To round out my, my I'm just going to put four, just because same thing. So, Trey Burke. That way I'll leave and I'll, I'll put, let me just add, I got rid of Burke. We'll put Tice I like that there. sounding a lot, too. Yeah. Now, team got a lot wider. Um, with these moves. That's very true. But that wasn't intentional. No, I was kidding. No, all right. So right now, based on these moves, my lineup is Luca, Norman Powell, DFS, Olenek, and Love in the starting lineup. And then off the bench, I've got Brunson, Dragic, Josh Green, Maxi, Powell, Dylan Wendler, Tyrell Terry, Tice, and Willie Colley-Stein. And I'm going to try to get Bay to come back on a two-way. And then you also have your uh, your big that you bought in the draft. And my second-round big is also chilling. On a, I'm putting him on a two-way, too, actually. Okay. Wait, does that give me another roster spot? Because um, I was using that roster spot. Yeah, you were using <laughs> him as a roster spot. So that technically does give you another one. You can bring back All Bobby. Right. Can't really afford to do much else, though. Yeah, I have to let Bobby go, unfortunately. Um, my last roster spot. A minimum player. Sterling Brown. Oh, I love it. On the minimum. Surprisingly good shooter, good athlete, hustle guy. I'm bringing Sterling Brown in. Are you signing Sterling Brown? Are you joining the Mavs? You, you good yes, with what we got going? Yes, 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 yes. Nobody else wants me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sterling Brown becomes a Mav. My second round big is on a two-way. Let's see here. 
Then I put Bay on another two way, right? Yeah. All right. Do I need to run down my roster one more time? Uh, I've got it all down, and the money's all good. Money's good. All right. So, so how y'all feeling about that 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 roster? Luca, Norman Powell, DFS, Olenek, and Love, Brunson, Dragic, Green, Maxi, Powell, all demoted. Not have, don't have to worry about them starting. Tyson, Willie, Collie, Stein for some big bodies that can cause some problems if we need defense or if Love and Olenek. If Love gets hurt, we can start one of them. Be okay. Um, how, how, what are the thoughts? Uh, six seed. <laughs> you don't think anything changes? Not much. No. Yeah, I don't think I don't think there's too big of a change. Um, I wouldn't say six seed though, because I you just never know. Uh, but I would say we definitely got deeper. Maybe our starting lineup isn't as good as it was uh, this season or even the past season. But I do think having that depth going forward in the playoffs and and you're bringing experience guys who have played playoff games. Right. And I think that's huge. Um, a, a champion, even even a champion, uh, a guy who stopped a couple of Kevin love, actually. a guy who stopped Kevin love from getting a, a second championship. <laughs> so a, go, I, a, a goon, you might say. Uh, yeah. One might say no. that. Plus, no. plus he can shoot threes at 40. I just set, I, and, I just set my lineup by the way in the chat. Okay. So but, I mean, I, I really like the Olenek signing uh, the most. If you can get him for MLE, you do it 10 times over. Okay. Shoots okay. 40% from three. Oh, my God. Okay. That's that's your lineup. All right. What's the problem? <laughs> that's your starting lineup? Why not? Okay. I don't know why I missed the Tice thing. Hold up. Was that? You didn't? Uh, he yeah. traded Trey Burke. Yeah, I traded for Trey cash Burke. and signed Tice. Picked up Tice. Okay. Oh yeah, you didn't veto Tice. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't. You never. You didn't respond, so I, I assumed that yeah. accepted it. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Daniel Tice will bring you in to. He's to on my. Uh, he's on my. He, yeah, it's an accept. He's on continue my. Continue to continue to the the German legacy in Dallas. Okay, <laughs> relax. <laughs> but yeah, you can mix and match there. You can mix and match with that lineup. But that's, I agree. I agree. I think those are the top five at the top. Uh, besides DFS, he's there as the the, the uh, voice on Neil type. Mm-hmm. Versus hopefully, defender. Hopefully Josh Green can develop into that sooner rather yeah, than later. With but Josh Green. For behind. right now. No, for right notice, now, Dorian has to stay. notice I made sure not to put anybody in Josh Green's way as well. Yeah. I but mean, the, next, three. the player behind him would be Sterling Brown. And I mean... Right. I like Sterling Brown a lot, but he's nowhere near the uh, athlete that Josh Green is. Right. So I put Green in there as to make sure he gets minutes, but then Brown is there if he's slacking or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I don't think it makes the team a lot better. I think it changes the team, though, and gets us, <clears throat> excuse me, gets us cap space or potential cap space when love comes off the books, depending on what else we do in the next couple of years. There really wasn't a ton you could really do with this roster, honestly. Yeah, there isn't, honestly. Unfortunately, even. Oh, man. I, I have a crazy trade, but I have to wait till after Reese is done. I was going to say, let Reese live. Let's yeah. Reese. <laughs> All right. So we're right. good. Everything's good. All right. Uh, let's, let's reset. <clears throat> and then Reese, you get to take over as GM. All right. Let me know when y'all ready.
Get everything you need for your holiday meal at Whole Foods Market. Right now, you'll find Animal Welfare Certified Rib Roast on sale. It's a deliciously crowd-pleasing centerpiece. Plus, save on spiral sliced ham, bone-in lamb, and seasonal produce like sweet potatoes and honey crisp apples. For ready-to-eat sides, head to the prepared food section. Done. And remember that Whole Foods Market caters. Order gourmet catering at shop.wfm.com. Bring the holiday magic with Whole Foods Market. Pandora makes it easy for you to find your favorite music. Discover new artists and genres by selecting any song or album and we'll make you a personalized station for free. Download on the Apple App Store or Google Play and enjoy the soundtrack to your life. This message is brought to you by Colaguard. Colaguard is a one-of-a-kind, non-invasive colon cancer screening test. The test kit is delivered right to your doorstep so you can collect your sample in the privacy of your own home. There's no special prep, no need for time off, and no changes to your diet or medication. Your Colaguard collection kit comes with simple instructions, but if you have any questions, they have a customer care line you can call 24-7. If you're 45 or older, at average risk for colon cancer, ask your provider about Colaguard. Colaguard is available by prescription only. Learn more at colaguard.com listen. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen, remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, 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 of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food service.